Many of the couples I deal with in my clinical setting are dealing with issues of abandonment or feeling alone in their relationship. They may reach out to a friend and then it ends up into being total chaos because they either get involved with an emotional affair or they're accused of one. At the root of the problem is this issue of one partner feeling like they no longer love their partner they've fallen out of love. Today on Reaction Reset, I'm gonna talk about the whole idea of falling out of love with your partner and can you fall back in love with them. When you first begin feeling like you're falling out of love with your partner, it's a scary feeling. You scramble, you try to figure it out, you may feel guilt about it, and so then the idea is you try to do something. You plan a date night. You deny it's going on and talk up to your friends about only the good things. You may even plan a getaway. Neither of these plans work because if you continue to deny it or not do anything with it, it can actually deteriorate your marriage. It can end up leading to emotional affairs, physical affairs, or possibly even divorce. Rest assured, this is a common feeling among the couples I counsel. It's really important that you don't deny it though. In fact, the first step to healing is to be able to own it, to come to truth that you feel this way, then sit down and be able to discuss it with your partner without blaming them. And then lastly, working together to resolve it. And the good news is, yes, you can fall back in love with your partner, but you cannot do it without a concerted, invested effort and therapy. The reason these two things are so important is because it's going to take you and your partner making changes within your relationship so you can bring back that spark, that feeling that I am committed to this person and in love with them. And if you're in a long-term relationship, this feeling of falling out of love can happen in cycles and it actually can happen frequently. So it's it's important that you really go through the steps and you work through each one so you can completely resolve it so it won't be a continual threat to your relationship. The first thing you need to do is you need to work on your communication. Communication styles that aren't effective are very common in these kinds of relationships because what happens is when you're falling out of love, you naturally project that onto your partner. So you're going to be more likely to blame your partner. When you begin making I statements, I feel like this, and not saying you make me feel, you're owning the way you feel, and that's a really good thing because your partner no longer has to be defensive. They can actually calm down and listen to what you're saying and hopefully take their part of it too. Practicing I statements, practicing quiet communication, practicing limiting all distractions like phones and TVs and looking eye-to-eye -eye contact is going to be very healing and it's going to start you back to effective, healthy communication. Second is give yourself time 
to work on forgiveness. Remember, forgiveness is not so much for the other partner, it's to free you. Forgiveness is so important because when you've put old hurts under a rug or hidden them, when they start coming out, it's very painful and you may have to relive it again. In that reliving, instead of projecting blame onto your partner, think about where you were at that time in your relationship and also step back. Get your partner's ideas of what they were thinking during that time so you can seek to understand rather than win. Forgiveness doesn't happen overnight. None of these problems happened overnight. So give yourself time. You'll know when it happens because you'll become more freeing within yourself. You'll feel like a heavy weight's been lifted off of you. Make a list of what brought the two of you together in the first place. We know as experts in the field that study this, that when couples are able to recall what their partner wore on the first date, or what the, their proposal was, those couples actually have happy marriages. When's the last time the two of you sat down and talked about old memories? What you used to do that was fun? What did you enjoy about each other? What outfits did you like? There's no reason you can't start doing that. Maybe you're going to go shopping together and get some outfits that your partner likes. Maybe you're going to start reinvesting in what made you guys laugh and have fun. It's so important that you begin bringing back what brought you together in the first place. Now, sometimes couples are so angry, they're so resentful that they can't talk. If you can't talk about it or make a list to share with your partner, then go ahead and go through old photos by yourself. And as you look at the photos, reminisce about Oh yeah, that was fun. Oh yeah, they looked great. And write those things down. Those are going to help you be able to talk to your partner and maybe begin a discussion of sharing. Fourthly, create and try new experiences. When couples invest and try novel experiences, it brings back a spark. And not only that, it recommits them because when you do something new together, you're both novices. And so nobody's competing. You don't have to be resentful. All you have to do is go through it together. The more of these you do, the more adventures, maybe going hiking, maybe trying something like making a beer together, or maybe something like a painting class or going to the Arboretum. Anything you share together, you'll start seeing some teamwork after you do it for a while. You can feed off that teamwork and start reinvesting in each other again as your team member. It's important that you have separate identities. It's important that you have separate hobbies you each like because that keeps you both interested. But don't forget you have to keep nurturing newness and growth and that happens when you're trying new things together. And don't forget to prioritize your intimacy and sexuality. If you haven't had intimacy, you're no longer emotionally connected and you're no longer 
physically connected, that's a problem in a relationship. It will dry up. You need both of those things. If you've had trouble loving each other physically, it's important that you go to the doctor. Things like painful sex or hormonal imbalances or looking at the ceiling tiles waiting for it to be over are symbolic that there's something with your health. There's some reason to go to a medical doctor. Try seeing a urologist or an OBGYN doctor if you're a lady. Those two physicians can help you medically. They'll give you the medication you need so you can feel a libido again, so you actually want to have sex. If you're not emotionally connected, the best and quickest way to do that is get reinvested with talking together again. And when you start, it can be something as simple as going for a walk. We do know when couples spend 10 minutes a day starting out with total one-on-one -on -one visiting with each other, they actually start beginning to feel closer intimacy. If you're going to fall back in love, you must remember this golden rule that it, love is all the little things. It's being there to help your partner maybe with a presentation. It's something like picking up their dry cleaning. It's something like mailing their letter or putting a love note in their lunchbox when they go to work. It's something as simple as when your partner comes home, acknowledging them. Everyone knows what it feels like when they're loved with little things. Your partner can't read your mind, so being courageous enough to share with your partner what you need is a sign of trust that you're extending to them that they will do their best to try and give you what you ask for. Remember, change your reaction, change your world.